Hello, everybody, and welcome to Connected Knowledge from Upland Software on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright. When it comes to contact centers, the stereotypical image most people have in mind are large offices with lots of agents on the phone and on the computer, and they're furiously trying to find the right answer to a customer's problem. As we continue to see changes in the way people work, more organizations have shifted from on-premises to cloud-based solutions. The changing consumer impacts the evolving organizations, which ultimately impacts the contact center. This week on the show, Upland's own Fiona Vanderlind is here to help us understand how to get into the cloud one toe at a time. Fiona, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thank you, Pete. It's lovely to be here with you today. So uh, in my introduction, you heard the introduction, but the whole idea is we're dealing with the evolving landscape of the contact center and the evolving landscape of the contact center involves dealing with resources that have choices around them, choices that involve on-prem versus in the cloud. And you're here to help us ease the journey into the cloud. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that's pretty fair. And hopefully I can help with something like that. It's um, it's something that's been around, I think, for a very long time now. So yeah. it, it's it's a real struggle. Well, and that's that's where I want to start, right? This feels like a decision that we've, these decisions we've been making for a long time now. And uh, so I'm, I'm curious where today's call center sits vis-a-vis this kind of choice, right? What are the apprehensions that call center operators are feeling now uh, versus maybe 15 years ago? Um, so today for the operators, it, it's quite interesting because it's all around customer experience. So for them, it's they, they are seeing that their customers want more, they demand more, they want instant access, they want them to know everything and they want them to be available 24-7, which you know, from a business perspective really isn't that valid or possible. So from a costing perspective, staff perspective, just availability. It's it's not necessary it's not available, I guess. Um, and so for me, it's that's their challenge. But then from the business or the operational side of things, it's how do we actually facilitate that? How do we enable our teams to be able to do this and make it easy for them to do their job? Because the other thing that contact centers are facing is a real uh, lack of resources. So back in the day, there used to be so many agents available and they were quite experienced. They could be working across service or sales or operational sides of things. And today, after COVID, I guess, we're, we're seeing a decline in the, the volume of staff who are willing to perform that role uh, and who have the same levels of experience that they once did. Uh, so there's definitely uh, an employment um, shortage in that space. But I think there's an employment shortage in a lot of spaces. Yeah, I think we're, we're all reeling, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are there are there industry impacts? I mean, we're talking about, you know, sort of writ large, the the uh, call center industry is, is dealing with some of these challenges. But are there specific industries that are struggling more or have greater apprehension about moving to the cloud? So definitely, I would say there's the organizations within... The really complex, the government, the regulatory compliant 
complex um, industries. So a lot of things like healthcare, banking and finance, um, insurances, things like that. So the ones that have a lot of regulatory change management around them, um, they obviously have to be very concerned about security. So for them, uh, I mean, we hear a lot of stuff around the cloud and all of the data breaches and, you know, your contact information being sold on the dark web. So there's a lot of fear out there around the security. And so they really need to make sure that they get that change right. Um, and I guess it, it's also just change management. So, you know, humans don't like change a great deal. Um, we, we force ourselves uh, to, to go through it, but really you know, we're pretty change resistant. So there's definitely that as well. Okay. Well, here here you are. Yeah. And and the case that, that I hope you will make is to talk about easing the move to the cloud. What are some of the the benefits that today's organizations can reap with with the move to the cloud for contact centers? I mean, this it seems like so many of those initial challenges have been, you know, solved and addressed. We have opportunity that awaits. Most definitely. And, and when you talked about the things that have already been solved and addressed, I guess my first um, challenging thought out to the organizations and individuals who are afraid of the cloud or, you know, just don't know where to get started, I would look at your current desktop and I would ask you to, you know, check, do you have Microsoft Office 365? Because if you do, you're already on the cloud. Yeah. Um, are you using Salesforce? Because that, again, is on the cloud. Um, is your email on the cloud? Do you use SharePoint? Do you use Google Drive? Again, they're all on the cloud. So uh, I think a w what a lot of organizations aren't looking at is the fact that they've kind of already dipped their toes in it. They're just not dipping their toes in it from a perspective of their contact center and the main tools that those agents use. So. And, and I guess what we're talking about here is their telephony or their CRMs, if they still do have like a an on-prem or heaven forbid, a, a, an old green screen <laughs> application that they're using. Um, how far, really how far back are we there. talking, Fiona? Because <laughs> I know, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm getting a real vibe from this conversation, <laughs> <laughs> flickering CRTs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many um, financial organizations are still working on some of those really old systems. They've put lovely looking, you know, GUIs or graphical user interfaces over the top so that agents don't know. But in the background, um, there's a lot of organizations, especially in finance, that still have some form of um, mainframe system sitting in the background oh, sure. doing all their processing. So, yeah, it's quite scary. So when it comes to oh. contact centers, right, when it comes to cloud tech for contact centers, give us some some of these benefits. Like what are, and, and for me, I always like to start with agent-centered benefits uh, before we talk about, you know, management benefits and all those sorts of things. Because, yep. you know, I, I sat in that seat, like I was there and i had the idea of yep. of offering agents a way to improve their lives and their jobs and and hopefully make things easier for them seems like a good way to go yeah definitely and you and me both i i started my career as a contact center agent so i vividly remember the days of answering hundreds of calls a day um yeah yeah uh across multitudes of different subjects and you know inquiry types. But um, I think for the agents, the biggest benefit is the speed 
um, the fact that anyone can use it and maintain it. So it kind of removes the complexity of using a system. So if we go back to most of the on-premise systems and like I said, the green screen days. Um, I don't know if I started my contact center with green screen days. And so for me, it was learning a whole bunch of fast paths. So you had to learn a combination of letters and numbers mm-hmm. and type them in at the right at the right time and be able to navigate between various screens. You know, you didn't even need a mouse because everything was via your keyboard. Um, Alt-Tab was your best friend as you quickly navigated through the variety of applications that you had available to you. Uh, so the benefit, I guess, that's come out of the cloud for the contact center is it's actually enabled what we call, what everyone's terming, a single view of the desktop and also like a single pane of glass. So I think some of our listen, listeners would have heard of, you know, single pane of glass. And the idea is for the agents, remove the need to alt-tab, remove the need to swivel between application. And although these days most agents have more than one monitor, um, make it easier for them to do their jobs. So make it quicker, make it more simple, um, remove the need to open a multitude of applications. I know we worked with a um, energy provider and, you know, often you have to move house and when you move house, you'll ring up and say, I'm about to take possession of this house. Can you set me up with the electricity here, please? And they would need to open 26 different applications just to complete that one task for the customer. I know. Uh, It's just phenomenal. And if you think about the agent's time, the amount of training they would have needed to be able to utilize 26 systems, let alone um, just the frustration of how long that process takes whilst you've got a customer on the phone, you know, no wonder it's hard to retain employees because I don't know about you, I'd like to go out and do something a little bit simpler than that. So, um, yeah. Uh, so that's probably the biggest benefit for the agents is just the simplification of the desktop, um, making, you know, getting closer to a single pane of glass, uh, making it easier and quicker for them to do their job. Uh, but the other benefit that cloud computing has really opened up is the ability to do all the technology. So through cloud, we've, you know, kind of got all of these AI functionalities. And so that's being built into all the various contact center applications today as well, which again is further enhancing the agent's ability to perform their role. Um, But if we do talk about, you know, obviously somebody has to pay for the move. Uh, So if we we do get onto the operational side of things, uh, it really um, can reduce the total cost of ownership. So, there was an Accenture uh, report and it, it stated that, you know, you can re- um, reduce your total cost of ownership or TCO, I think is the abbreviation, by as much as 40% by migrating your business to a public cloud. So that's pretty significant. What about those who are saying, you know, from a from the perspective of managing the, you know, we could say two phases, right? Managing the transition uh, from on-prem to the cloud to the ongoing uh, day-to-day management, the sort of IT infrastructure management of of the cloud. What sort of a benefit are we seeing there? Um, so that's probably the most significant benefit. So again, if you're managing something on-premise, it means that one, you need to have somewhere to store that server or rack or all of those computers that's running the the system or, or the 
the, the program mm-hmm. that you're trying to keep going for your contact center. And so if you think about just the cost and experience required to maintain that, so to set it up, um, I saw another interesting quote recently and it talked about, you know, to develop an on-prem system, you're looking, you're talking about months and you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars to implement versus to stand up cloud, you're talking about like a thousand dollars and maybe an hour's effort. So you're definitely getting a lot of cost savings, time savings, and um, the ability to deploy a lot quicker with the cloud. Uh, I have an interesting story. I I guess you've also got maintenance fixing as well. So it doesn't, yeah, it's a lot easier to fix and maintain. Um, It does come with a level of technical expertise. So you need people who are experienced with working in the cloud, but there's a lot more of those today. Um, And usually that's controlled through your software company anyway. So you don't actually need to employ them. It would all be included within your subscription price. Interestingly, um, I've worked in a various roles and one of the roles I worked in was to manage a contact center's technology stack. And anytime that something impacted either the customer or the agents, I would involve to help um, mitigate the risk and get the problem fixed as fast as possible. And I remember we were working with a server that went offline suddenly and no one knew why. We'd done all the kinds of remote, you know, checking and um, sent people out to the site and looked for the problems, couldn't find it, we couldn't access it remotely. This system impacted the ability for customers to perform um, parts of the things they needed to do for their accounts. It impacted the agents. It was impacting all of our branch networks. It was quite a significant outage and it was going on for a week. And we finally sent somebody else out to the server room again to say, look, we need you to look around and find out what was going on. It's like who kicked the plug out of the wall? I'm not even joking. That is exactly what happened. That was somebody... a joke, Fiona. I just, <laughs> no, oh I, my God. I know. I know. So finally, they looked and someone had kicked the plug and it was kind of just hanging on to the <laughs> box. So they, the first person missed it. And yep, we had a week-long outage impacting customers, staff, like national organization <laughs> impacted. I could just imagine the line of um, people walking up to the oh. server and tapping where the lights should be flashing, but they yes, are not flashing. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It was hilarious. That's horrible. Um, it, it wasn't at the time. I was managing oh, yeah. that situation and I'm having to communicate daily, sometimes hourly, what was happening. And then to have to turn around and say, uh, yeah, someone just kicked the power plug out. We plugged it back in and it came back on. <laughs> oh, my um, God. That's not <laughs> yes. that's not the message you want to have to deliver to, you know, no. your boss, the managers, no. the directors. But how do you deliver that to your customers as well? So how do you tell your customers that, you know, we screwed up and someone unplugged a server? (laughs) And then Um, how valuable is it to learn that lesson about those little plug covers you can screw on the wall? Like that's a lesson you learn exactly one time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, cloud computing, you would think you wouldn't, you're not going to get that. Um, Right. And resiliency and redundancy, right? That's what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I know at Upland, like we have multiple cloud servers across, like we're a global organization. So obviously we have different stacks and environments and different um, locations. But even within each location, we always have a redundant server 
So if one goes down, we've got the other one there available. Um, and again, it, it's a lot more cost effective to manage that type of stuff in the cloud um, because you're, you're purchasing it from a really experienced and large organization that that's their only job. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what they do. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a lot more benefits. And I touched briefly earlier on about security. So that's one of the biggest concerns with all of the, the various, um, you know, data breaches and hacking sure. and things like that. And obviously when you're concerned about moving your data from an on-premise um, solution that you know you've got complete control over and then moving it into the cloud, that is, that's quite concerning. And I can understand that fear for a lot of the organizations. Um, the thing I guess I've come to see is that a lot of the security concerns that you have, human and human errors, like we just talked about, are one of the largest things that cause security breaches and outages. And so with the cloud, there's also a lot more automation. So there's a lot of things that enable you to automate processes that were once performed by humans. So checking, um, you know, uptime, all of the reporting and metrics that go along with cloud computing, uh, you know, they're amazing. And they certainly make it a lot easier for the technicians to monitor and report on, on the cloud um, servers. So again, you actually do get a, a level of um, security improvements by moving to the cloud as well. I, I feel like you've you've laid out a pretty clear case on on a number of really key issues, but I, I feel like we should just uh, build a plan for Monday morning, 8 a.m., day one. How, do you, how would <laughs> yeah. you recommend beginning this journey? Yeah, and I think that's the hardest thing. It's where do you get yeah. started? Um, because, I mean, if you've been running your telephony system, for example, on-premise for the last 10, 20 years, it's not going to be the same as the out-of-box, out-of-the-box version that you first installed. I mean, we know that every organization loves to configure and customize their server to, you know, suit their needs and do exactly what they need to do for their agents and their customers and their business. Uh, and so often they've moved away from what, the piece of software or server originally started as. Uh, And so the idea of having to now move to a cloud, which is again, an out of the box solution, you're going to potentially lose all that configuration and customization. So you need to start from scratch. So that's, that's pretty scary. Um, And that's a really huge challenge. So I guess I always go back to the basics of um, it's not a turn it off one day, switch it on the next, it's unfortunately not going to be that simple. It's around working out, developing a project team, understanding what do you have today? So exactly what does your piece of technology that's on premise, what does it do today? Who does it serve today? Who monitors it? Who maintains it? Um, What does it integrate to? What kind of reporting do you get out of it? So really understand it from A to Z, everything that it does, where it connects to, all of that information. Once you've got that, you know, that's great to do like for like, but we've already talked about um, how quickly technology is changing and how much the customer landscape is changing. So start to look to the future. You know, what's on your roadmap? What, What type of things have your customers been asking about? What type of complaints have you been dealing with? What things could you implement with your new cloud telephony system, for example? Um, Could you introduce digital channels? You know, do you want to start doing chatbots or 
um, WhatsApp messaging and all types of things that you now would potentially have the possibility to add to your tech stack. Um, so think about the future. And then we need to also pe- think about the people element. So for me, change is more than technology. It always needs to involve people, process and technology. And I feel a lot of the time the people and the process elements get left about, left out. I should say. Um, And so you really need to think about what's the change going to happen to those agents? Because at the end of the day, they're the ones talking to your customers. And if you suddenly change their system that they've been using forever and a day, um, you need to tell them about it and you need to help them work through that change. So you need to, you know, help them, train them, give them the documentation they need, um, get them used to it, get them familiar with it. So I would definitely say the the change management process, the communication, the people and the process, they're really important to this just as much as managing the technology changes. Because a few minutes ago, you said all I needed to start up was an hour and a thousand bucks. And exactly that's that is deceptive for an in for, a, a you know, an industrious IT manager. Right. That's deceptive. Is. This is a lot more than that. Uh, you, with great power comes great responsibility. Responsibility. So, oh, yeah. yes. Yep. Yes. No, 100%. Um, um, I love a good Spider Man There quote. you go. <laughs> uh, the, I, I feel like we should move into uh, Upland. You know, you're, you're here, you work yes. on Ingenious. Let's talk about Ingenious and what Ingenious, what role Ingenious serves in the, the ecosystem of cloud call centers. Yeah, most definitely. So Ingenious is a really interesting program because, um, or piece of software, it um, it started on-premise. So we still have a lot of Ingenious on-premise customers today. And we're, they're going through the same thing that we've been talking about to, you know, do they move to the cloud? What's involved? Um, is the experience the same? And the great thing about Ingenious, and I guess the, the team who works at Upland and, and the thought they've put behind it, is to make sure that that experience for those agents is seamless. So, you know, you move from one to the other, your end users aren't going to tell. So once you get them used to working within the Ingenious um, CTI system, regardless of what version you're using, they've got the same level of experience. So um, recently, we've actually just launched a a new um, CTI connector for Ingenious, which now connects Genesis Engage to Salesforce Service Cloud Voice. And what that really does is we've given the opportunity for those Genesis Engage customers who are on-premise and uh, very soon faced or working through their problem of how do I move to cloud, we've given them a really great um, jumping in point, I guess. So this is a great point for them to dip their toes in the cloud. So they can continue to run their on-premise telephony system through um, Engage, and they can use the our integrator to connect through to Salesforce Service Cloud Voice um, so that they can start to get some of those digital channels. So effectively, they bring their voice into Salesforce, and then they can use all of the Salesforce digital channels, and it makes it seamless for the agents because they'll be working directly within their CRM. It's what they know. It's what they know how to use and provide that great customer experience. Um, but the best thing is that then once you have worked out all of the challenges, you've made the shift to cloud for your telephony system, you can continue to use Ingenious because we've got another connector which goes from Genesis Cloud to Salesforce Service Cloud Voice. And the experience for our end users is 
exactly the same. So yeah, we've certainly put a lot of thought behind where we want to help customers um, when they're on this journey. Well, I, I think you're getting to something that I feel like is really important that I want to call out because we talked about, yes, you you can get it up and running in an hour for a thousand bucks. No, it is not yep. actually that easy. <laughs> but once you have it built and you have made that migration, those kinds of things that you're talking about are relatively simple, right? Like making these kinds of connections. Yeah. Once you have the background, the infrastructure in place, expanding your system is pretty straightforward. That's exactly right. And the other beauty of a lot of the cloud products is the fact that it is really easy to integrate. So you go to any of the large players and they've got their own types of marketplaces or app stores, Mm -hmm. and you can effectively buy any kind of software integration to really create that single pane of glass or the single desktop for your agents. So once you move your apps to the cloud, um, you open up a world of possibilities. And that's really where Upland um, likes to play. Like we want to give people the option to get a best of breed piece of software to help their contact center and help their agents do the absolute best job and provide the best customer experience they can. Fiona, you're great. Thank you so much for hanging out and and talking about these things. This is, you, you do, I'm, I'm not going to say you make it sound easy, but you make it sound easy. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, and it can be, yeah. it can be, it, it, it really can be, but it involves, I would say, you know, 80% of the work is upfront in the planning, the that kind of stage and then it's the 20% of the doing Um, but yeah definitely plan it out work out what you have today think about your users all of them yeah and um, yeah you should be in a good position and for the love of everything holy y'all please lock down those power cables (laughs) definitely if you've learned nothing else today yes (laughs) we appreciate all of you downloading and listening to this show thank you for your time and attention we'd love to hear what you think just swipe up in your show notes and look for the feedback link to send questions to us or any of our past guests we'll do our best to get them answered Uh, we've also put some links in those show notes uh, leading to uh, some of the information on those connectors we were talking about on Ingenious that we were talking about we'd love you to check those things out as well on behalf of Fiona Vanderlinde, I am Pete Wright and we will see you right back here next week on Connected Knowledge.